Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of Knights of the Bantam. I'm Zach, your DM, and uh, I am joined this evening by my friends Martel, here, Kachel, that one's me, Ryak, what up, Chris, hello, hello, Jen, hi, and returning once again, special guest Fred. Hello. Woo! All right, are you all ready to play some Dungeons and Dragons with me? Yeah, let's roll some fun dice. Let's do it. I'm ready, I'm ready. Amongst the last 20,000 survivors of the end of the world housed in Fort Summerwar, most of you seldom met a stranger. Plus or minus the odd birth or death, it never occurred to you there might be 20,001 people in the world. At least not until you stumbled across the woman named Nora and her pet chicken. Each bit of her story pried begrudgingly from her lips or the beak of her rooster casts your understanding of the world farther adrift. Ancient relics, an order of knights, a massive city-sized train that sails. As your journey takes you farther from the known, it's becoming evident that you're far less alone than you might have imagined. Take survivor number 20,002, for instance. Todd. Your first camp out beyond the fire line introduced the Candleman, and whatever maddened Moon-Touched followed him. Thus, the last thing you expected to arrive at your fire on night two was a hapless, helpless elf. Yet there stood Todd, emerging from the tall grass of the plains, dirty, famished, and entirely out of place. The second time in 21 years, you'd really laid eyes on a complete stranger, and he was just as suspicious as could be. He claims to have recently visited the city of Jamisthal. If his word can be trusted, he might prove a valuable guide. Perhaps your gut tells you he's hiding something from you, but whatever it is, it's hard to picture the man as threatening. Take the way he whips his wand about haphazardly, shaken to the core by the implication of danger. Or perhaps the way he was recently mauled with an inch of his life by two shiziks, the fearsome pack hunters which recently descended on the party mid-journey along the road. Three more of the massive uh, creatures now circle, ready to pounce and tear into the unwary. You know what? Maybe now isn't the best time to be worrying about Todd. Let's jump back into that combat, everybody. We just wrapped the bottom of the order with Crit's turn, so it is now the Shizix's turn. Uh, they are around, surrounding the party on one side. Let's Bless. see. Bless you. This Thank one's going to kind of scooch over. Are the Shizixes getting in the mixes? <laughs> <laughs> I only do Welcome it. Back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Yay! It wasn't right last week. Yeah, we, we missed you. Uh, okay. <laughs> They have closed in as much as they can. Um, they are going to make a series of attacks. Two of them are going to attack Crit, and... Hate to see it. Actually, all three of them are going to attack Crit. That last one might have gone you. for Clip Clip, see it. but decided against it at the last moment. First I... attack incoming. I am going to use my Warding Flare ability, and... Uh -huh blind the well hold on when you're attacked by a creature that can be blinded within 30 feet that you can see yeah so i'm going to use my reaction to impose disadvantage okay on these attacks you got it so they all uh just lunge at you being the closest being of flesh and blood uh they don't pay too much attention to the mechanical horse not very hungry for machine parts that will be a 
Yeah. <laughs> well, they might. They might yet. Yeah. Uh, a 15 to hit on the first attack. That's a that's a big miss. They got thrown off by my super Krillin solar flare there. <laughs> uh, the first one's jaws snap next to your head. Its eyes pressed closed. Uh, a second 15, just short of your chest. Another bite. And a third 15. All three attacks miss oh. as they snap around you, unable to make contact. I imagine I just like stand there and they just all miss. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can see them like shaking their heads, growling. Uh, there's one more to the north that is going to make one more saving throw against being feared. That's a wisdom save. Oh, yeah. Was that Denny? Did Denny cast fear? No. Uh, oh, okay. Todd, Todd did. Oh, good job, Todd. My ghost could cast fear as well. <laughs> That's a 16. Uh, that will beat me. Okay. Uh, it's about to flee. Um, then this light goes off. A uh, uh, big burst of light goes off, and it hears the howls of anger and pain from its mates and turns around, and it's going to come sprinting back towards the party uh, with 50 feet of movement per turn, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. And 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. That's as close as it can come. It has engaged Nora and Marcel. It's right beneath the tree that Zal is currently crouched in. Bringing us back to the top of the order. Zal, it's your go. Tap, you are on deck. I'm going to shoot this one. And I ain't moving. Okay. So I get advantage. You got it. Huzzah! That's a new optional rule from Tasha's Cauldron, everybody. For the rogue, right? Yep. I, I rolled a one. Uh-huh. And a 22. <laughs> 22 hits. Ah. Go ahead and roll, roll damage. I like the suspense, though. <laughs> Here we go. Back in the game. Uh, it's 10 plus 4. 14 points of damage on this one. Again. Ow. Uh, okay, so that... <laughs> uh, with unerring ac accuracy, the arrow sails down, aided by gravity at a deadly angle sinking into the flank of this creature. That's what I do. Okay. Oh, whoops. That's the dead one. I'm going to delete the dead one. It is Whoop. not back to almost full health. It's dead. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Good news, everyone. Yes. Okay. That brings us to Tap's turn. Denny is on deck. My boy. Cool. Um, Tap is going to back up a couple of feet and uh, pull out another uh, candle mm -hmm. and shoot it at um, this one. Go for that seems, it. That seems okay. That is a natural 20. Damn. Okay. Uh, roll, roll that damage. 
you may either roll twice the number of die or roll a single uh, set of die and double the total. I'm gonna roll two die. You got it. More dice is always better. More dice is good. Uh, that is 14 points of damage. 14 points Our of damage. damage. The flame uh, shoots towards the beast, hitting it squarely in the head and ducks, kind of turning so that its mane is taking the brunt of the flame attack. And the edges, very edges of its hair begin to singe and curl. Uh, it does a little less damage than you think it should. You don't really see the charred flesh you might if you hit something else with that directly, but it does take damage. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Tap? Um, no. No, that's it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so despondent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I critted. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered that um, I have the flamethrower equipped on Clip Clip. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm so upset about it. Um, Clip Clip may move. Um, I think I'll I'll move him five feet up, but that's okay. probably that's probably as much as I'm gonna do. Okay, cool. Bringing us to Denny. Todd, awesome. you are on deck. Uh, Denny is going to hiss and honk and spit disgustingly and cast a horrifying visage as his action, which each creature within 60 feet of the goose's maw that can see it must cast a D. Is that everybody? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's oh, the whole Okay, well then I move first. I'll move, I'll move him first. I mean, why not? You know, like we're already scared of Danny. Well, like, we're, I guess we're I seven could... episodes in, let's TPK. Yeah. <laughs> How many people would that be? I think that would be literally everybody. Okay, no, I'm gonna, yeah. okay, I lied. I'm gonna move him first and then cast for my visage. Cause he, okay, actually, how much? Sorry, getting back in the swing of things. I have no to memorize worries. my speed and also Denny's. Oh, he has a 40 feet fly. And I'm assuming those wings mean he's in the air right now. Correct. Awesome, it's awesome. Cool, cool. Okay, don't make fun of me, Ryak. I see you snoring. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't even say anything. <laughs> no one give me guff. Okay, all right, so it's like right, okay, so we'll do kinda, I gotta go as far as I can though. Okay, I think I'm still gonna hit everyone though, even if I move that far over. Well, it, so it's a, it's sort of a implied, I think in the writing of it, that this is a cone effect. So, because it's, you have to be able to see Denny's face. Yeah, that's, that's so true. He, I can't really tell which way they're facing though. I guess mechanically, I don't, I, this is my first time using it. Um, DM, how does this work? Um, I think that you may choose to position Denny as you will, and then draw a 60-foot cone from Denny. Cool. Uh, which anything in that cone will have to make the fear saving throw. Nice. Uh, Is there a cone option in uh, roll 20? Um, I can add templates, which I will do at some point in the future. But okay, not yeah, let's not worry about it now. I want to just do, I'm going to try to like move him back and just do a cone to hit like two of the ones that are hitting uh what's his face uh don't tell me crit sorry i'm rusty hitting crit right out next to crit and clip clip so i'll move him over okay and crit clip crit clip yeah <laughs> i mean you you guys would be like a team a fearsome team mm -hmm. 
I right, do not I... want to separate Ryak from that horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck trying. Yeah, you might have to face uh, some sort of, uh, let's see here. I think that should be probably good. And okay, now I will cast, uh, or Denny will cast a horrifying visage and they must succeed on DC 13 wisdom. And he's fine, he's gonna be above these bushes. Okay, Uh, so you're targeting these two? Correct. Okay. Yes. Uh, That's one success and one failure. I'll take it. Uh, so we'll say, uh, the one that was recently thunder waved into that bush and came charging back out is now terrified of whatever is chasing it out of the bush. It it turns and all it sees is like a, uh, this opening maw, this horrible honking noise, this, uh, undulating tongue with tooth-like extensions all over it and... Uh, becomes terrified. Oh, my my feathered fiend. Oh, I love him. The wild part is, this reaction. isn't even body horror. This is no, body no, horror. This is just regular goose horror. <laughs> regular goose horror. And that will conclude Denny's turn. Thank you. I appreciate yep. your patience, y'all. That ended up being more complicated than I realized, so thank you. Okay. Todd, you are up. Cygnus, you are on deck. Uh, great. Uh, the one below, the one that's afraid, mm-hmm. uh, is that one's untouched so far, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, my spell sheet. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Phantasmal Force on it. Okay. Uh, and uh, so I, uh, I'm, I'm very bloody and shaken. Um, <laughs> I was just rebuffed from getting uh, a heal from the star being next to me. Um, but uh, I managed to uh, woozily aim my, my wand um, and, and do a little flick um, and a, uh, a, a writhing sea of red tentacles seemed to erupt out of the ground around uh, the untouched creature. And it has to make an a, a intelligence saving throw. Ooh. A natural 15 minus 4. Oh! Uh, so yeah, it is convinced that a uh, uh, just a horde of tentacles have erupted out of the ground and are pulling it down. Uh, uh, crit, suddenly the, uh, the Shizik's just uh, uh, next to you crumples to the ground, starts rolling around, roaring, barking, snapping at the air around it. No real explanation. Uh, and then I just shout, it's seeing things! Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and it takes uh, 1d6 damage uh, for as long as it's under the impression that this is what's happening to it, okay. which will just continue. Uh, so that's one point of damage. Hey. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it's writhing on the ground, snapping, hopping back and forth. It looks like it's very distracted from potentially attacking any members of the party again. Uh, bringing us... Is that the end of your turn, Todd? Uh, I'm going to back up a little bit more. <laughs> uh, this wizard is too close to the front. Yeah. Uh, Cygnus, just to let you know... Uh, Todd lost all of his hit points in a single turn, except for one last time, ran back. Uh, and <laughs> me believing um, 
I, I hadn't looked at your spell list, so I just like moved Cygnus over to him to be like heal, and then I was like, oh fuck, I can't, there's I no heal. Spell. Spell. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just am like, I just back up and I go, all right, everybody, uh, good job, keep it up. <laughs> I, I Todd, I keep forgetting to cast Goodberry. My my apologies. It's okay. I'll promise okay. next time. And I, I hunker down in the tall grass and okay. just kind of like make a small target of myself. Uh, bringing us to Cygnus's turn. Marcel, you are on deck. I wasn't quite myself last time, so excuse me if I get back in the mix a little bit here. Am I in my star form? You are. Okay, excellently done. Archer, I'm assume. Mm-hmm, correct. Wondrous. Okay, cool. Well, I am going to go ahead and cast a nice little uh, guiding bolt at first level. And that is 16. 16 hits. Uh, which one are you targeting? Oh, uh, I guess I'm going to do the one that's not afraid. Okay. Or not. Uh, okay, there's two that are afraid. So Yeah, so there's two to the north, uh, or the north of our map um, that are not afraid or under the influence of any other spells. Okay, uh, are either of them hurt, particularly hurt? There is one that's looking quite hurt, has one of Zal's arrows sticking out of its flank. That will be, the, I choose that one. Okay. You're, you've got a little skewered up. And I cast Guiding Bolt. Um, okay. I hit, and that means I get to do like a ridiculous amount of yep. damage. It's 46. Crazy. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Only ones and twos. Sorry. Uh, I do four damage. Nice. <laughs> that's real bad. Yeah, that's about as bad as it can get, I think. Pretty close. But uh, because I have a bonus action when I am in my star archer form and I get advantage because I just cast Guiding Bolt, I'm going to go ahead and attack more. That's a wicked combo. I like that a lot. I got a 25 to hit. That'll hit. Go ahead and roll You go down, you little motherfucker. You attack this wizard. You, everyone knows wizards are defenseless. Once you get up close and personal. I think it's 1d6. Oh, it's 1d8. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I got an 8 on that one. Uh, nice. 12 That'd be 12 damage. 12 damage. Uh, the guiding bolt uh, almost missed as it, as it leaps out of the way, but at the last second, it strikes the side and this, this aura of starry energy wraps around the creature, highlighting it. And um, it's almost like uh, you don't have to... You don't have to try to aim anymore. Your, your starry blast, your arm is just pulled in the direction of this creature that you've marked and this bolt strikes home as it launches forth from you. I have auto aim on at the moment, so it's working quite well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's looking pretty rough. <laughs> I didn't kill it. Damn it. us my turn. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? You still have movement. Uh, I'm, I'm not afraid of some cat-dog combination critters. I'll stay here. Fantastic. Marcel, you are up. Nora is on deck. Okay. So Marcel will uh, grab the bottom of the blade that is on uh, the chain that they use 
and will um, slice their hand open a little bit. And from that blood, they will cast Bane. Um, so blood bees, like a hybrid of the gold um, from their ring and the, the blood that they use for the spell will target these three um, Shiziks who are not frightened that are kind of in the front line right now. And all of them need to successfully complete a charisma saving throw besting it is uh, it doesn't say oh charisma 11 yeah okay. okay all three of them yeah up to three creatures of your team. uh a natural 19 a natural 18 and a natural nine what did Ooh, they do for damn. charisma Minus two, so one fails. One oh. is banned. Okay, they really are handling this well. Good for them. Well, well, well spoken, dog creatures of the prairie. Yeah. Um, they have a very magnetic presence. <laughs> so every time the creature that failed um, does an attack roll or a saving roll, they have to roll a d4 and subtract that number from their total. Uh, fantastic. That's, it's the Bane's the a cool spell. Right? Yeah, it's the anti-bless. Yep. Yeah, it would have been a lot cooler if it had hit all of them, but that, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's alright. Uh, the blood <laughs> flies forth, uh, to, the combat is so frenetic that it's hard to, like, scatter the slow-moving substance across them, but the one closest to you, uh, you manage to coat, and as it sinks in, it, legs begin to shiver a little bit. Ooh. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Marcel? Okay. Uh, no. If, well, actually, you know what I would like to do is just move forward enough so that both of these are engaged so that I would get attacks of opportunity if they move. You got it. Great. Now I'm done. Okay. Well bring- positioned! And the blood magic? Well done! Bringing us ah, to Nora's turn. Uh, Nora has just been a blur of uh uh, efficient spear motion this entire time. Short thrust steps. Um, and she attacks once again, striking the creature in front of her twice and dealing 14 points of damage. Not bad, Nora. Not bad. Yeah. Uh... She's panting, though. You can see sweat forming on her brow. She's clutching at her side with one arm as she wields the spear with the other. Uh, Booster on her hip is going bonkers, just, like, trying to claw through the cage, attack these uh, dogs, but uh, contained for the time being. Uh, Crit, it is your turn. The beasts are on deck. Uh, Okay. Um, So here's here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to bonus action, use my spiritual weapon, which I summoned last last game, to I'm gonna use it to punch the fuck out of (laughs) this one is currently fighting phantasmal forces, right? Uh, The the one just to the south of that one. This one is currently, great. Um, I'm gonna use my weapon to hit that one. Okay. Uh, I missed it last time, but what does your spiritual weapon look like? 
thank you for asking. It looks like a it's it's a a fist and forearm that's about the size of my upper body, but it's made out of fractal planes of light. Oh, neat. That's very um, geometric. Hey, l- listen, I don't know where all this geometry came from, but it's magical. <laughs> uh, that's an 18 to hit. That hits. It just like comes through with what would appear to be a Superman punch just yes. right on its head. Um, <laughs> you can almost see the invisible like uh, fake roundhouse as it comes flying in. <laughs> Wait, I have uh, an anime reference. One punch, no man. Yeah. This is just a face. <laughs> If it, if, it, if it dies, then you are spot on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I critically, I did as little damage as I could. That's five oh. damage. Five Oof. damage. Okay. More like uh. common Rider. <laughs> uh, anybody? Anybody? Hey, that's actually one of my... <laughs> uh literally the same show favorite uh favorite moments in in one punch when the with the bicycle common rider guy um, or is, it, oh, is no, that it's movement rider? rider no it's movement it's rider. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. rider yeah i get it uh okay i just I, go ahead no you still you That's still have the rest of your turn uh, you still yeah i was gonna say i assume it doesn't keel over and die. No. The fist comes through and strikes it, and it seems a little surprised, because it's like wrestling with all this other stuff around it. Definitely didn't see the blow coming. What about the psychic damage from my uh, misplaced reference? (laughs) I mean, I've applied that to myself. just for me? Yeah, no. We're we're, we're taking that as a group. Um, So, because my, like, spiritual connection is kind of going wild right now i'm going to channel divinity and each hostile creature within 30 feet of me which is going to be a lot of them is going to have to make a con save okay what's the dc on that con save that um so 14 14 it's so big so so much uh three failures and one success oh boy Ooh, baby. Um, so I imagine my like spiritual weapon flies out, very ineffective, but then it like light just spews out of it and all this radiant damage shoots out. 2d10. If I can find my d10. Uh, I, I'm just gonna point out there, I love that this round we have done base, they have to do like every single kind of save right now. I'm really yeah. into it. <laughs> We said, let's make the DM sweat. Yeah, let's do, let's do everything. Like, what's their, what's every stat? It's 17 radiant Ooh. is the max. And it's half for every, for the ones that failed. Okay. Um, that saved, do you mean? Uh, yes. Yeah, the, yes. The yes. That's right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. No worries. Um, okay. It's a failure in my eyes. <laughs> the... Uh, so the fist comes in and kind of clocks this uh, one that's just to the south of you and then almost wraps its fingers around its head and like uh, drives its face down into the dirt. And as it strikes, there's just like this ball of light grows inside the fractal hand reflecting off all the panes and then the panes lock into place and these beams of light shoot out from it, striking all the creatures around. Uh, yeah. 
We'll do 17 damage to the one that was struck by your spiritual weapon. Uh, 17 damage to the one that's engaged with you. That was big damage. Uh, the one to the north of you dies. I'm going to roll to see whether that one took 17 damage or the healthier one took 17 damage. Evens Fair. took it. Okay. Uh, uh, so the healthier one took 17 damage. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Crit? Oh, no, I'm going to stay right there. Okay. Panting. <laughs> the light fades out, and these three wounded beasts are looking uh, wild, cornered, terrified. One's wrestling something invisible, another fleeing from Denny, and another uh, was scared most of this time, charged in to help its its uh, packmates, and then was mauled by uh, Marcel and Nora. Uh, so they are going to desperately try to flee from the party. Um, uh, yeah. They're going to take the disengage action I oh, think, okay. as they bolt away. Wise. Bye. Uh, or else you would get disadvantage while like, attacking. Yeah. <laughs> well, the You're one... feared. The, the one that's pinned to the ground is going to have to try to get out of a grapple because it is convinced that it is. Oh, it's convinced it's grappled. Gotcha. Oh, that's awesome. It I'm failed, like, so it stays there riding on the ground, but the I other mean, two uh, disengage and go tearing away. Um, I think this one makes it here, and this one makes it here. Um, <laughs> write it down and kill it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one on the ground is going to uh, snap wildly at the closest target, which is going to be Clip Clip. That's only a nine to hit. Care assing away. <laughs> it jaws lock around one of uh, Clip Clip's uh, fabricated legs, but don't pierce the any of the metal structure. Do no damage. Uh, and that is the end of their turn, bringing us to Zal. All right. I will... Is this one... Is the one that remained prone or just grappled? It's just grappled. Okay. Then I'm going to shoot it. Okay. Is there mechanically different? Yes. Yeah. When you're shooting uh, at something, you get disadvantage. If it's yeah, prone... prone. So, like, there are times where, like, maybe you're fighting ranged enemies. It's worth it to be like, I lie down in the grass because then they get disadvantage firing arrows at you. I see. Uh, That's I, so weird. I did not know that. It's a smaller target. Yeah, it makes sense. I rolled a 17. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Ooh. Also, Raiders! Oh, welcome, Raiders. Thank you. Yeah, good to see you all. Oh. Hi, Zori. Thank you. Oh. 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. Uh, it's writhing around on the ground, and this arrow comes flying into this uh, spinning uh, dervish of dust and fur, and it 
the movement stops and the dust settles and it's lying still, the arrow protruding from its neck. Perhaps you have done this creature a mercy, because who knows what horrible thing Todd was making it see. <laughs> yeah, Todd. Todd knows. Uh, Only Todd knows. Zell in the tree thinks, are we the baddies? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other two will continue to flee. Uh, you may pursue them if you wish, or at this point we may end the combat. It's up to you. Tap, your action is next. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Clip Clip to uh, to run forward, and uh, hit him with the seat. Okay. Uh, that, that's what I'm gonna use this action. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cliff Cliff goes yeah. charging after them. Uh, are you casting? No, 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 no. He's gonna come out at an angle. Okay. And then use the use the catapult. You got it. Mm. Uh, is that a spell attack roll or a saving throw? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, they have to make a, a deck save. Uh, oh, these guys seem pretty fast. <laughs> um, does it target one or both? So the way that I'm reading this, if it hits the first one, then it stops. If it doesn't hit the first one, then it, it goes on to hit the second one, Okay. depending so on what the saves are. The first one failed, so uh, the projectile stops as it slams into the closer one. Cool. Okay. That's... What does... 3d8. Ooh, 3d8. What, what sort of object does Clip Clip launch? Um... A rock. A rock. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't had a chance to like procure proper ammo yet. So was, it's just was, a rock. I was expecting I was really a board. I was hoping it was just going to shoot its own head Pumpkin. and then replace yeah. the head with pop up. <laughs> like a rocket head. <laughs> that that is so awesome. <laughs> like a big Hero 6 rocket I'm gonna head. I'm going to assume that Todd says that and you just see Tab just take out a notebook and says. <laughs> Meat hook for ammo. Oh, I, 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 I thought the head would go flying. <laughs> uh, that is... Where the hell did it go? Uh, nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. It, I it strikes away. the creature in the side, which swerves almost toppling into its friend, uh, and then they sort of tumble together and continue uh, yipping uh, in pain and fear as they run away. Um... Would Benny like to do anything? Uh, I mean, I think at this point, can they, are, there's like a dead one on the ground, right? Yeah. Okay, Danny's gonna immediately <laughs> go for that one and start eating and yep. slash bathing in the blood, as Denny is wont to do. Uh, with... Just... Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. With terrifying You're precision... <laughs> burrows into uh, one of the dead sheds neck, just a fountain of blood uh, and and red-tinged once white feathers go flying uh, from the corpse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Denny uh, corpse swimmer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I finally noticed that uh, I'm bleeding a lot. <laughs> and I go, oh, oh, oh. And I just kind of sit down 
Dr. Grant Jurassic Park style, just like, oh, <laughs> and just take some deep breaths <laughs> and try not to pass out. I don't know if it's my turn, but I'm going to walk over there and heal you. I don't know if it's in turns. <laughs> yeah, uh, Cygnus, you, okay, Marcel, that's going to be your turn. Cygnus, if you want to fire any parting shots, now is the time. I would, I would like to go to the group, but are they edible? Do we need to worry about food? Should I let them get away? I, I'm on the fence, honestly. Let them go. No, no, we got still, the goat. We're we still fine. got the goat. It's good. Oh, what? <laughs> a, a goat? I thought they ate the goat. No. no, you you all cleaned the goat and oh, right, right, retrieved right. corn and sinew and meat from it uh, right, right, last right. time, and then, then they got the drop yeah. on you while that was happening. Oh, Oh, I have a decent amount of seasoned goat meat on my person at this point. Uh, that's 15 uh, points of HP from my lay on hands pool. So that's what uh, Marcel will walk over and see that you're absolutely <laughs> demolished and breathing heavily on the ground. We'll put both of their hands on your shoulders. And from there, a... Golden humming will pass from their palms through your body and heal you for fifteen. Uh, how does how does that feel for me, DM? Uh, for a second, it's pain, uh, buzzing sensation throughout almost throughout your skeleton as your flesh and bones are pulled back into order in in like a forceful. Does <laughs> it's not like a gentle warmth? It's like <laughs> things shift and seal oh 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 much better <laughs> uh not the worst thing you've ever felt but also not the best i love that todd is basically larry david like, <laughs> this is the fucking D D episode of curb your enthusiasm and it's so great uh, pretty 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 good <laughs> I I I would like to make a, a little nature check as they're running away, just so I can still clock them and maybe uh, not run into them in the future. Because poor Todd, Todd, sure. he's you're covered in blood, and let's not have this happen again. Sure. So um, I'm wondering. Uh, okay. Important. Are we good then? Am I? I will not attack them. Yeah, you, you may climb out of the tree. Uh, we'll, let's finish the order, and then we'll uh, uh, close combat officially. Nora doesn't do I... anything. She simply strolls over to Crit, planting her spear in the ground, uh, clutching her side. I thought you were a doctor, she said. Ooh, damn, son. I, I will answer on my turn. Okay. I, uh, I got an 18 on my nature check. 18. Yeah, you, um, doesn't take much for you to look at the tracks, look at the, their fur evidence of their passage. You think if, um, you, you enter their territory again, you have a good chance of recognizing the signs. Yes. The pesky critters just, they blend right in. They, they excellent camouflage, but we think we'd be able to avoid them next time. Just when you're looking at the tracks, know that they have two digits that are of equal distance on the front part of their paw. Actually, that's how you uh, tell the difference between a dog and a, a feline. Yeah, and Cygnus, Cygnus is just like, <laughs> just the whole time. Yeah, um, and I, I actually would just as like kind of a lazy fuck you, 
like to cast as a bonus action while I'm still in star form. Just like kind of clip at their their them a little bit as they're leaving. I'm not gonna actually hit them. I'm just gonna shoot a little wide and say, now go along and get. Let's not, we don't have to kill all of you, but it's time to get out of here now. And that concludes Cygnus' turn. Okay, and that brings us to Crit's turn. Uh, I, I hear her and I turn. Um, it's like, it's the first time I've noticed there's other human beings around me. And I approach her and I just like touch where her wounds are and cast Cure Wounds immediately. Uh, I'll, I'll roll that d8 later. Okay. And then I notice the, the fucking glowing arm near me and I like stare at it and it opens its palm. And then I just like reach my arm into it and you see me grasp something and it just dispels. And then I go back to normal. Yeah. Lots and of as steam you're... emanating from my mouth. Rising skin, particularly your left arm, which was just glowing brightly. There's a, there's a hit, almost a heat distortion to the air. And as things settle, as your adrenaline drains, your heart beats. You realize this whole time you've been feeling two hearts hammering in your chest. And one beat slowly fades away as your own pulse settles. I'm gonna just go ahead and roll that sanity now. Is that like, is that like okay. a 14? Is that like a 16? Is that like a 22? Sure. Let, um, <laughs> I think the first time you felt this sensation. So does that make you more worried or less worried about it? Uh, I think the like, I think this is less. This is less, this is less. Okay. That's lovely. Uh, what's that? No, I rolled an 11, so I'll just go ahead 11. and fuck myself. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. And then I rolled a five. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That is, uh, that's bad news. Uh, so how much do you have left oh, God. in your pool? Alright, first of all, you take three points of sanity damage. Alright. Cool, cool, cool. So that brings me to 13. Okay. Uh, second of all, you... In a level of exhaustion, and you lose three points from your maximum sanity as well. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that, Ooh. that actually feels right. That feels right. That brings my maximum down to 17. Okay, I'm saying okay. it out loud so people at home can keep track with me. Crit <laughs> lost three points of max sanity. Ouch. All right. How many how many levels of exhaust of uh, of exhaustion do you have now? One. Okay. I took I took a rest. I was resting yeah. the last episode, yeah. so I didn't have any. And then I continue to do things to give me exhaustion. 
It's a resource. It's uh, fine. Yeah. Turns yeah. out if you don't that's take fine. breaks, you uh, get stressed yourself out some more. That's that's how it goes. Turns out if you tap into celestial energy, you might crack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shit gets crazy. Uh, you, the dust tilt, you can hear the sounds of uh, the animals retreating in the distance. There's no immediate threat. I slide out of the tree. Uh, I decide to answer Nora at this moment, and all I say is, yeah, I thought so too. And I sit down. She also got healed for um, six points of HP when I gave cure Excellent. I walk over, and as he has done to Zell several times in the past, I put my hand on Crit's shoulder, and I just sort of, like, stand there. Put a hand on your hand. Knowledge you. Well, I used to think I was no good with a spear, she says to you. I guess we're all full of surprises. Um, I got a headache. (laughs) Ride in the cart for a bit with me. Uh, yeah, something like this. I'm probably just dehydrated and I've been in the sun too long, so I'm just going to need some water and a little bit of rest. I'll be all right. Everybody drink your water. (laughs) Marcel will help Todd up and kind of, um, you know, lurch his arm over their shoulder and help them Mm -hmm. walk to the cart and... I'm assuming they're one of the most speed up out of looking out of all of us. <laughs> He's covered in blood. Yeah. yeah. And you should never make the assumption that a druid has heels. I'm gonna tell you that now. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, D- DM lessons. <laughs> I see Todd and I start like muttering like medical facts. Like, yeah, you should definitely put some pressure on those wounds. Oh, that's gonna be at least four or five different sutras across all those lacerations. <laughs> just like not really to anybody. I think he's just a little out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marcel will just kind of like, yeah, somewhat haphazardously dump him in the back of the cart and we'll <laughs> go ahead and walk uh, walk along the cart towards the front with Cygnus. How is the, in our lovely beast, Scar, how is he doing? Uh, Scar is standing at the front of the wagon, uh, placidly chewing on uh, a clump of tall grass that uh, he could reach from where the wag- uh, where the cart stopped. And uh, you note that one of the scars runs through his eye, and that part of his ear is missing on the side of his head, which was the side that was closest to the combat. So it's it's possible he was just blissfully ignorant the entire time that anything oh, was actually happening. Yeah. Only yeah. one one side hearing. That's fine. We just need you to go to and fro. Uh, well done out there. You have heels and blood magics and you're full of surprises. That's a tone right there. Oh yeah, no, it's shrill, baby. It's shrill. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm glad but, uh, it's a choice. But in your bee sting, you, uh... I was under the impression you haven't been using it too often. Who are you talking to? Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm most assuredly talking to, uh, Marcel. Oh. Okay. You're talking your, about my... Your little bee stinger. Oh, my weapon? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marcel will look over and just be like, the, the more we travel, the more I think about ways that I've seen others use it. And I've been trying different things out. I honestly, I'm honestly surprised that incorporating the stinger i i don't know i felt like i just knew what to do uh i i clap him on on the back and i say see sometimes leaving the city is good for experimentation new things make themselves known to you very exciting yeah i agree i uh, uh start feeding scar some grass good good and I just pat him. Uh, Nora pulls herself up into the front seat of the cart and takes the reins in one hand. Her her left arm still braced to her side, but she seems like she's in less pain. She makes a noise and, and cracks the reins and Scar to uh, walk forward, pulling the wagon. She says, those who can walk, walk. Those who can't, in the back. Oi! Let's keep moving. Hold on. What? Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I put, I, I like adjust Clip Clip's head and just like walk it back over to the cart <laughs> and hook it up. And I'm like, all right, let's, 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 let's go. And I start tinkering with the, um, the catapult. Trying to, try, I'm trying okay. to make a meat hook. <laughs> You're trying to do okay. like a roadhog, like, get over here. Okay, good. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> How many people um, fit on the cart again? I think we said that like four could fit on it in total. Cool. I can walk. Yeah. My character uh, sheet tells me I w- was undamaged, so I will mosey on over. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I've got more health points than normal, actually. <laughs> Same. I got super max. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty good. Well, I, I was just trying to kill Fred last week, so you know, like it could be a nice fight <laughs> guest spot, you know. You gotta kill him. That's really what it was. Yeah, that's all what it was. Uh, yeah, and y'all get that benefit for eight hours. Nice. Holy that's moly. like all day, baby. Yeah. Uh, the one continues to roll down the uh, path in front of you. The rest of the day is yours to do with as you will, but nothing of note happens. It seems that whatever creatures inhabit these plains of the date scared off generally by the sounds of your combat for a wide radius. I... Despite that, Cygnus doesn't know. Uh, she's keeping an eye out for tracks and like clumps of like rusty fur. Just you know, keeping a wary eye. 
Yeah, you do spot some signs of their passage here and there. You 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 gather they have a wide territory and that you are moving at this point, but you don't see any signs of the creatures. Cool. Uh, I'm sitting on the cart, and I'm assuming that I'm sitting on it with our other two injured party members, Nora and Todd. Yeah. Um, let's just play that Todd decided that he can't talk right now. Um, he's <laughs> yeah. a little shaken because he's so hurt. He's like taking a nap. Look at a nap. Yeah, nap, nap time. Todd instantly falls asleep. Todd was like, short <laughs> rest? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like reach out like I want to use magic on him and then I hesitate and I, I sit there and then I just pour some water on my head to try to cool off um, still still feeling pretty rough uh, and then I look at Nora and I go um, is it like this every day for you? I mean Yes and no. There are days where nothing happens. It's even been the odd night where nothing happens, but... Overall, the world is... Doesn't belong to people anymore. Neither a day, nor... It's hard to understand sometimes, because everywhere you go, you see the pieces of what we were. Yeah, I feel like every time I come out here, a small piece of me becomes a different man. And I don't even know what that is. And you just start rubbing, I start like rubbing my temples a little bit, just a little frustrated. Mm. Uh, the dawn rails still arrived. There's still hope. Oh shit, tap, my bad. I didn't realize you were over there. Oh man! I know. I know. It's been a I'm long short, day. Boy. Come on, dude. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Can you walk louder? <laughs> and I'm observant. I took that as a feat. <laughs> <laughs> I got my certificate right here. <laughs> uh, yeah. on, me... It says observant. It's, it's around here somewhere. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk. Don't make no no noise. But I'm gonna read your lips. Just make sure it's just, you know common. Or elvish, <laughs> or halfling. You can even say some giant. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's just a whole brag, Crit. Yeah. <laughs> little bit, little bit. All right. I'm a doctor and a linguist, uh, and you see him sort of like double over a little bit. Muttering <laughs> himself, doctor and linguist. <laughs> doctor, doctor, doctor. Oh, all right. Uh, no, everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> Two heartbeats. Nora <laughs> says to you, <clears throat> "What do you mean? Part of you becomes a different, different man." Oh, uh, you know, um, we see strange things all the time, and you can't help but process and and sort of internalize those things. And I sort of wonder if that's what's happening to me. I'm kind of just. Um, uh, I don't know. There's occasionally I wonder if something isn't quite, quite right about what happens to me or what I do, and 
every time I engage with it, it takes more and more and I get further and further into whatever that is. It's somewhat horrifying, to be honest. I will, <laughs> will tell you that much because um, we were back there and I kind of blanked for a minute. I mean, I know what happened. I was there, but I wasn't really, truly uh, lucid, I believe would be the right word to say. Had a friend who got like that in battle sometimes. I mean, she didn't glow, but it was like she was watching herself do the things she was doing. <laughs> I guess not everybody can I have guess... the glow, huh? <laughs> well, I, I know there's uh... <laughs> well, there's someone I hope you get to meet if we make it to the train, but. Oh, don't make it sound ominous. I don't know if I can quite handle that right now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Force of habit. Nora, tone it uh, down. I'm... What? You're with I people. Never... You can just loosen up. Just a, a uh, smidge. Are literally all of you listening right now? Good God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not, it's not like, a big card. It's I, not. I hold yeah. up my observant certificate, and I'm like, ah, gosh. I should probably take some more night classes. <laughs> <laughs> Zal, Zal puts this? his head in the car and says, yeah. we are all listening. We yeah. I think we're all like within five feet of each other. Yeah, we're, we're very close. I think we're all, yeah, we're all riding. Degree of honesty. I, I appreciate that from you, Zal. I just assumed all of you would be kind of doing stuff, not just like lurking. <laughs> I'm keeping an uh, eye out for the record. Okay. Um, I appreciate you, young Zal. Our, I—I uh, I don't mean to bring. Just it's kind—it's of, a form of, um, honestly, self-protection. You, do you remember the uh, several nights ago with that creature chasing us? Mm-hmm. Test monster. Oh, oh, Yes. Oh, the cockroach! The cockroach guy, Marcel. Yeah, I was. From the front. I was. I was avoiding both the C and R word. Thank you. Uh, he, he, he was Escorn. I'm sorry. What? You knew him. Yeah. He liked to draw maps. Like a traveling companion. Mm-hmm. I want to do an insight check to... Yeah. I should have did this a long time ago. Does uh, Nora seem like she's still all there or does she look like she might be a little rattled as well? Uh, Go ahead and make an insight check. Mother of Pearl. I am rolling <laughs> so fucking bad. Um, <laughs> 13. <laughs> 13. Uh... <laughs> Nora expresses herself the way she fights, right? Like short bursts, extremely precise to read between the lines on what she's saying. She's always staring hard at everything. You know, it's like this sort of, her forehead is locked in this, this sort of um, uh, uh, wrinkled, like mask of constant concentration. Furrowed. Yeah. Thank you, furrowed. That's the word I was going for. Um, 
So that's how she looks now when she's relaying this story. And that's how she sounds now is the same almost deadpan voice. Uh, I'm going to just take a quick mental note of that. And uh, I'm going to just I turn the tap. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I, I talked a lot. No, uh, just one more time, DM. What was the name? Escorn. Escorn. Okay. Escorn. What's that? Escorn. It wasn't Steve. Okay, no Steve. Yeah, no Steve. No. Okay, Escorn. No. Escorn is, in fairness, Ectalan for Steve. That is. Oh, yeah, How did I not know? I've actually um, been saying that this whole time. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm so sorry, Nora. I I enjoy giving you grief because in some ways we are complete opposites. Uh, I've been voyaging and I've been searching, but the wilds haven't got to me yet. And the first night that we made our acquaintance, you had that reminder shoved in your face that the moon touched come for us all. And I, I humbly apologize. I, I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's how could you know? How could any of us know what, who any of them? It's impossible to tell. Marcel spits and looks forward, more serious and not engaged in the conversation any longer. Marcel focuses on the horizon, letting the gentle breeze through the grass become the only sat in her mind. The uh, creak of the cart as it hits ruts in the road. We're going to go ahead and take oh, our break, nice. everybody. Cool. Thank you for joining us. Stay cool. See you soon. Yeah.